yo, yo, guys. Welcome back to the Boost Entrepreneur Podcast. And today we have a fellow gunnery sergeant of Marines that's going to be joining us today on the podcast, talking about his time in the drill field and how he overcomes his struggles um, being active duty and what he does on his free time and uh, so on goes so forth. So that being said, give it up for Gunner Sergeant Gomez. Veterans, because you guys are all going through the same thing together and you're not just battling it on your own. So Yeah, and the, big, the biggest thing I tell my, like, my junior Marines is to invest on the time that they got in, you know, with uh, a lot of them, uh, a lot of them come in and you know, they let the years go by and they, you know, they didn't, they didn't get in. When I'm, what I'm talking about is, uh, you know, adventure if you can, travel if you can, and uh, obviously go to school if you can. That way, when you, uh, if you, if you use the, the tuition assistant, all these things that, that, that are for service members, you should be at the Marine Corps or whatever service it is with, with you know with a certificate with a diploma with with something man that way it's gonna get to those four years where i don't have a plan so i'm gonna go for another four you know granted some do want to stick around but a lot of people make those decisions because they didn't they didn't do they didn't do much in those four years but those that those that do specifically from my own experience those that do i take advantage of their time in I see them later on in life, and they're doing they doing great things. So that's what I always tell them. So you invested your time, you did a lot of great things. So you're gonna be like I said, like I like I always say, you're gonna be Gucci. <laughs> Gucci, yeah, I never forget that. Oh my god. <laughs> so you you you'll be Gucci. <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. I know you want to go to the gym. Spend time with the family. So I'll just yeah, I, I, I am about to. I, I was about to hit the pre-workout, but it's all good. But what you got, brother? Um, so it's just gonna be really just chill like this talks. Um, I just want to get to know people outside of the uniform, you know, um, and just talk about some of the stuff they, you know, going through being a drill instructor, being my drill instructor, which is that's that's pretty dope. Like <laughs> I'm talking to like. <laughs> Right now, like I'm talking to my, my drill searcher, which is cool. Um, but we're gonna start here and then maybe um, just like if you ever wanna cut off some parts and obviously I'll, you know, we'll cut them out. Um, but just, you know, let's start with this is, you know, what, what made you join the Marine Corps? So when I got, um, so, you know, I was born in Colombia. I got to the States when I was like 15 years old, going to high school, learning English, all, you know, all that fun stuff. and. Um, in South Carolina, where my family was at, uh, we went through some uh, we went through some bad situations towards the towards like my junior senior year in high school, and um, I didn't see I didn't see myself like going to school because the money wasn't really there, uh, the grades weren't really there, so uh, the one of my really well, one of my one of my friends when I was a junior in high school, another another Colombian dude, he ended up uh, joining the Marine Corps. So he pretty much started from what why why he joined the Marine Corps. I'm not sure, but because I saw him and talked to him uh, on a daily on, and he actually got orders to um, Okinawa, Japan. Um, 
from from there of me talking to him, you know, when I was on my senior year and he was like on, on his first year in the Marine Corps, he was telling me, you know, he, he's got his, you know, he's getting paid. It's not much, as you know, but he was able to help out his family with, with that with that money um and also he was in japan so that that's pretty much it so me not knowing anything <clears throat> not much about you know uh, what the u.s kind of had to offer at that point like I, you know my english wasn't as best i pretty much pretty much learned english in boot camp um i just kind of followed his footsteps man and and went along i really wanted like no line no bullshit i wanted you on the air force but every time I stopped by the yep, every time I stopped by the recruiting office, the office was locked up. And guess whose office was right next to that office? The Marine Marine recruiter. And like Marines, they they just always working and you know, the door was open and hey, what's up, big dog? I heard you stopping by, you know, this is the second time you stopped by and the office was locked up. Uh, let me tell you about boom, and then that's it. So then I told him that I got a really good friend in the Marine Corps, he's in Okinawa and yada yada. And uh yeah, and and that was it, man. Joined the Marine Corps and then um about like two months later I was out. Graduated high school and then I left. Yeah, man. And uh how did your family feel about you joining the Marine Corps? So um so I am the you know our family move here. We are, I say, I'm the first one in my family to join any kind of service um, here. My mom wasn't, she wasn't there uh, with the, you know, it took me a couple, couple of sit downs with her because she had to, because I, I, I don't remember what it was, but she had to sign for me. Um, agreeing that I was going to go to boot camp or whatnot. So my, my mom wasn't really there of uh, me uh, going to the Marine Corps. My brother, you know, he did not care much. And um, not much of a family that I have here in the, in, well, I have in the U.S. So it was just mainly my mom. I mean, after a couple talks, after letting her know how my buddy was doing and him talking to her, that helped out a lot. And then, uh, yeah, she did a thing, and then after like, I think after I was in eight years, uh, she does not want me to get out now. Because believe it or not, that it's still in the still in my head sometimes to, to you know, and we talk in the past to you know EAS, but my mom now is the biggest one to tell me, you know, stick around. Um, you know, just based on why other people are you know, doing back there uh, in the States and uh, how how I'm doing. So, but yeah, so now she's she's cool with it and, you know, that's, that's pretty much it, bro. Yeah, man. So, you were 0 and 11, just like me, so. Yep. Lead the way. So, yep. four years you did, you were a sergeant by the fourth year and then you went drill instructor, or how did, how did that work? So I was a sergeant uh, back then. Uh, the the cutting scores. I'm gonna say back then. I have, you know, I'm gonna say 2000. You know, when I joined was in um, 07. 
And he took me five years on the dock to, to pick up Sergeant. Um, because of, you know, cutting scores or, or, or whatnot. So I picked up Sergeant on my second duty station, which was in um, Kaneohe Bay in Hawaii. And um, after my second year there, it's, it's, it's a thing I always wanted to do, man. Um, always wanted to be a drone instructor. From the, the, the second day I made my drone instructors, I wanted to be a drone instructor. Uh, this literally the second day after me at Drone Strokers, I saw this this badass motherfucker, uh, Sergeant Lopez. He's a chief officer now. I don't, I'm not sure if he's still in or not. O one eleven as well. Found out towards the end of the cycle. Um, he just, he was just a beast, man. And I couldn't do my first uh, tour because obviously I wasn't a sergeant yet. So I had a way, which I'm glad I did. Um, and then from Hawaii, I ended up, uh, apply, uh, I mean, you know, submitting the package or whatnot, and then head over to uh, DI school, man. And that's, that's it. I was going east, um, Paris Island, because that's where I went to boot camp at. But um, due to uh, some changes, uh, did I talk to some other people about in regards of what's better for my family, which, uh, I mean, it could be both, but I'm not. At that time, uh, the, the the person I was talking to, you know, there's a lot of things for the family to do in San Diego. So I sent an email to the monitor, like literally four days before reporting in, and I was told no. And then like like the next day, I got my, my school seat changed. So, and I went to San Diego. That's, that was it. But like for a whole year, I was going to Paris Island until like three days before I, Three days before I reported into the high school in San Diego, my orders got changed. So we don't know anybody over there. Did I was already going with a bunch of buddies, you know, a couple of like three other sergeants that we know each other were with Marine Corps to Paris Island in the same class. So I kind of pissed off a lot, I, 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 you know, a few people by changing my orders. But I'm just, I, I'm blessed and I'm happy I did, man, because. Um, the family was, my kids enjoyed it, and uh, my wife, so did the wife. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. And we were, what, your third cycle for, for us, or what? <laughs> so that was, uh, that was my second J cycle. That was my fifth cycle. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so you were in my fifth uh Cycle, yeah. Do you remember anything about me? Do you, well, like, do you remember me in boot camp or not really? I do, I do. I, I it's, uh, it's crazy, man. After uh, the all the amount of cycles that that I was able to do, uh, I still remember faces pretty good. Obviously, there's no way with names, but. There's kids that I see on base or, you know, when I'm TAD somewhere that I see them like in the PX or something and I know, like I, I know the, I know their faces and I look at them and then they, they make a hard turn left and that, <laughs> that, that proves it that, um, you know, that they were one of my recruits, but uh, I do remember you in boot camp. Um, uh, what I, I mean, 
of special things. Uh, I do remember emptying your pockets a couple of things, a couple of times. That that's for sure. I think I emptied your pockets uh, up north. Uh, I, you know, it was a it was, it was a good one. It was a good one. It was a good one and well deserved one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't you know that some recruits like sent you know stories or whatnot. You remember them? But you know, not you know, not, nothing up north. There was a there was a good uh, good empty pockets uh, session. Uh, <laughs> That I remember, but yeah, I do remember you from boot camp. I don't know yeah. the fortune cookie. Huh? You remember fortune cookie in boot camp? Fortune cookie? No. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but <laughs> never forget the fortune cookie. <laughs> no, I don't, man. And, and what a and how was that like, you know, being a drill instructor? Like, if you could wrap it all up into, you know, a summary. Oh, man. Um, let me see, man. Fuck. I mean, obviously, I think uh, any drill instructor could agree that the best, the best feeling in the um, Best feeling, man, for me was um, on top of the Reaper, handing out the Eagle Global Anchor, and you know, and, and and calling, you know, and saying congratulations, congratulations, Marine, uh, that you you were able to do that. You know, you just, you know, with the actually with the help of your team, the other drones, you 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 made a you made a Marine and. What's gonna carry on? The, you know, pretty much they were your replacements of what now. Those that are gonna fight the future battles along you. It just a lot of things go, you know. But that that one, uh, that one time that, that that always hit home. And then uh, what's the the other time is the the return of the guide on, which is the <clears throat> is when the Jays go and uh, get the guidance from the guides in graduation. That's another. That's another part uh, that he hits a lot of drone instructors uh, as well. But it, it's. I think uh, for me, it was a great opportunity to give back um, for just for what the country has done for me and my family, and for what the Marine Corps has done for me and and uh, in my in my family. So. I mean that. I mean that's the best. That's the best I could. I know that when you guys, when you guys got dismissed, I know that it, a piece of, of of my last name, uh, lived in hundreds of individuals, um, and that means a lot to me. I'm gonna be. Sometimes I think of it like I'm gonna be. Um, whatever. If I'm blessed to live, seventy, eighty. Uh, there's going to be 60, 70 year olds, 50 year olds walking around knowing a Gomez in their head. So that means a lot to me, man. For, for you know, for a great reason. I, I could I'll probably still remember like 80 years old. Yeah, I have 
Sergeant Gomez, you know, he emptied my pockets back in the day. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and then and then and then you're telling whoever your grandkid or whatever, and then he's gonna have, you know, it's it, it's pretty uh it's pretty it's pretty awesome, man. So yeah. And that's man, like I like I said, I was, I was out there in Paris Island for a couple of months, you know, seeing the DIs and how the much they work and and how much effort you guys put into your craft. You know, it's beautiful. Like, especially seeing it outside in the civilian world, seeing, like, now, from a different perspective, you're just like, oh, my God, these guys, nonstop, working, grinding. Now, how is that like for your family? You know, being away? <coughs> how was it for the family? Yeah. So, yeah, so... um. You know, for for the family spouses or whatnot, if you if if they are able to get themselves prepared before they go out there um, with another, because obviously in your unit you're gonna have the those ones that were Jones circles. Maybe talk to their spouses. So I did that with with my wife, um, and I had uh, my son was you know he was just born, so he was about two years old when um, when I went to the depot. And the thing that, the thing that like sucked the most was, you know, as you said, the the hours, it, it's it's uh it's like like we say, it's insane, man. The the amount of work that goes into uh, being a drone instructor. Um, my house or like our housing was right off the back gate of the depot. Like I could. You could from from the from the from the squad bay. I could probably walk to my house in probably like five minutes. But so that was the shittiest thing because I I was not home. But when I'm marching my recruits or I'm watching the platoons, I can see my house. So it's not like uh. So you know in your head that you know you're. Your husband, wife is deployed. You know that you're not gonna see them for six, seven, eight months. You kind of, you know, you're not expecting them to see you. But it, it's a little, it's a little different when, like, you know that, like, your husband is like around the corner, but you can't go see him, or neither he can go and see you with the kids. So <clears throat> you gotta work it out a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, the majority of people know that the drones was under the cover. They got their the, what's called the T card of um, the events of the entire day. So if you're able to uh, manage the schedule um, pretty good, you're able to squeeze in a little bit of, of time for the family. Like, hey, if you guys are in class, meet me at the parking lot at the theater for a good five minutes so I can say what's up to the kids. So, and my wife was, it was, it, she was amazing. Uh, uh, I also, I was able to give her like another key card and explain to her, you know, the, the training schedule. Um, that, that, that's another, I mean, that's an advice that I have uh, for, I guess, drone circles. And, and she was, um, she kind of learned the schedule and like, hey, uh, you know, you're going to be here at this time. Is there a right if I, we go see you at the parade deck? Um, you know, for five minutes, and then they'll see me marching the recruits or, or whatnot. And when another drone stroker takes over the platoon, you know, you kind of whisper in the ear, 
hey, brother, my, the car's right there. I'm just going to say what's up and come back. So because we did all that, um, it wasn't easy on the family, but that made it a little easier. And that, that my wife was obviously understood. But my kid didn't really, who, who's, who's like, until I kind of got to this duty station, was like, okay, I know who this dude is, you know, because you don't really go, you don't really go home, you know. So, yeah. How was the transition from drill instructor to now back to your MOS? It was, uh, for me, it's, it sucked. Um, uh, so, have you, um, well, I don't know. When, when you were in Paris Island, do, did, did somebody there uh, talk to you about the what what quota is? Like when the drone was going quota or no? Oh, whenever they take a rest period? Like, uh, yes. Go and tr do uh, paperwork and stuff like that? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, so um, the majority of drone services go out there. You know, they go out there for three years. And typically, they do six to five cycles or even seven. And then the last year, um, they, they try to do the last year, but some get it in between. It, it just it does. It depends on the company. Uh, you go and get and be a drone, be a, like, you go and work at a, as a MAI. You know, the, the guys that teach McMath to the recruits, or you go work at the the House of Knowledge, where, you know, that the, that Marine or that drone soldier gives classes to the recruits, or you work to work at a battalion, S3, you know, that, that'll that be your break for, I guess, transition over back to the fleet. For me, the reason I say it was bad, um, because unfortunately, I did not go on quota. Um, I went, uh, and, I, and very few drone soldiers stay, stay with, you know, what I say with, with the boys, with the recruits, and, and don't get the chance to go on quota. Um, and uh, that's what happened to me. So because I didn't go on quota and I just cycle after cycle after cycle after I was there, um, I didn't, when when I got here, I still had that, that drone instructor, uh, you know, I, I want to say uh, mentality of, I was still, you know, pretty loud. Uh, you know, if, if it was a, a mistake or whatever, I, you know, just blast. I mean, which is sometimes the, the Marines do need it, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't transition, um, you know, uh, good enough, I guess, until there's a couple, a few senior leaders that talked to me and, hey, listen, dog, you're not in the, you know, you're not a hat anymore. You, you know, take your hat off, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then slowly I started transitioning, but it, I don't know, no bullshit. It, it, it sucked. It, it wasn't, I didn't transition good and good enough, but now, now, uh, you know, I'm good. Life is good right now, but not at the beginning. The first couple of months, they, they were, uh, they were rough, but we good now, man. <laughs> What's the plans now, you know? Um, you got another four years, or what do you plan on? Yeah, so um, my uh, my reenlistment is in. Um, it's up in headquarters, Marine Corps. Once it comes comes back, I'll reenlist for another three years, so I can execute these orders to Okinawa. And then in uh, 
in Okinawa, um, I'm going to uh, this year because I told you that my grades, my grades weren't that great back in high school. My ASVAB obviously was not that great. So I wanna put in a package uh, to be a one officer. So what I'm doing right now is, is studying um, the ASVAB. And uh, I, you know, I got the, the ASVAB for dummies and a couple of websites that, um, that I'm hitting up. That way I take the ASVAB uh, come like November timeframe and then uh, submit for to be a one officer. The results uh, come out next September. If I get selected, cool. If I don't, then I'll just uh, continue to stay in the MOS and and uh, hopefully become a. I'm still. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be a first sergeant or or master. As of now, is uh, as of now is the the going the first sergeant route. But again, it's uh, um, only been a gunny for now for like eight months. So. I still got some time. If I'm gonna change my mind, I'll see how my next duty station is. But as of now, it's uh, the first time route if I don't get selected for the one officer program. And hit my 20 and then I'm up. Woo, 20, damn. So Okinawa and then I got one more duty station and that's it. <coughs> Jeez. That'll be 16 and then 20, right? Yeah, so 16 out of Okinawa, and then um, my last four years, uh, my last my last three years somewhere, you know, whatever I get sent to in the States, and then I'll probably just extend the last year in that same location to be able to retire there. So, but, you know, that's what I'm telling you now. Uh, just, you know, things, things want to change, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, um, I was going to close it off with just, you know, what are some things that you would tell people that, you know, want to be a drone instructor one day? What's some advice that you could give them, like a piece of advice? Um, uh, so if they want to be, uh, if they want to be a drone instructor, I'll say uh, really have, um, like you really got to, you really want to be, like got to want to be a drone instructor, man. Um, I can, I can definitely, or we could definitely tell the difference of, um, those Marines that, that, that was one, that was not one of their top, uh, things to do. Uh, cause you can tell the, by the way they, um, train the recruits and by the way they carry, uh, themselves, um, from those that like no shit wanted to be a drone instructor. Uh, like I told you, from the second day I met my drone instructors, meeting Sergeant Lopez and how beast and how like this dude was crazy, um, that 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 made it a challenge for me. Like I, I wanted you know at that time being a recruit, like I want I want to do that one day. Um, just because of the impact that these you know these dude um, you know had on me. Um, so because I really wanted it, um, I was, when I became a drone instructor, I just think back on those days of like, those days, there's gotta be days where you don't wanna be there and you don't wanna wake up, you don't wanna, you know, hit, you don't wanna hear the, the words, lights, 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 cause that's like, 
you know, those words are like, oh man, when you hear lies, 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 that's like, fuck, here we go a whole day. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes you hear those words and you're like, fuck, am I doing here? But then you think back and like, of why you really want to do it. So they got to want to do it uh, if they want to really want to be successful. Because at the end of the day, man, you're leaving a mark on, like I, like I said before, man, you live in your mark, you're leaving your last name in a bunch of individuals, you know? So how you want to be remembered, how how you want your last name to live is, you know, is, it's up to you. So you got to really want it. Um, I tell them uh, if they're going to DI school, do not stress over DI school. I'm not saying go out there and fail it or just be average, but believe it or not, those drone instructors that are across the street, they wishing that they were in DI school. They're wishing that they were going home. They're wishing that they had their weekends off. So a lot of people don't don't realize that. You know, when we out there, you know, training the recruits, we see the DI school students and all of us came back like, oh man, I wish I was back in the high school. So don't stress over the high school because the high school is going to be the, 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 the probably the easiest thing on, on, on the entire tour. And, um, you know, pre prepare yourself. Um, a lot of people go crazy with the teach backs and, you know, go, go review them, but don't, you know, you're going you're gonna to learn it once you get to the schoolhouse. How is it be in great physical shape? Um, and then uh, you, you gotta want to do it, man. You gotta want to do it because your last name is going to be living for the rest of their lives. So how do you want them to be? How do you want your last name to be remembered is what I would tell them. That's it. Cause my last name means a lot. My last name, it's my last name. It means, means the world to me, man. I, I, I only, not only preach that to that, but I preach that to to the Marines here as well, man. Well, my Gomez means a lot to me, man. My kids are carrying that that last time around. My father, he passed away. I, anything I do, everything I do, it's uh, it's, it's it's you know that man is looking on how I'm, how I'm doing this because I you know we got it in our camis. Yeah. Of how am I walking around with that last name? You know he's looking up there, so that means a lot to me. That's it, brother. Well, my message to you, man, is, um, you know, you made me the Marine I am today. I mean, to be honest, out of all the drill instructors, you're probably the one that I looked up to the most. Like, holy shit, man. Like, Sergeant Gomez is like a freaking beast, man. Like, I always talk about you. Like, every one of my stories, like, dude, this guy used to blah, blah, blah. Like, it's crazy, man. But, like, if it weren't for those moments, then I probably would have just been that average Marine. Because I'll never forget is, like, told me this one thing uh you were like you know you're, you're either going to be an average marine or you're going to be a marine you know and i'm like no. yeah, right he's like you're gonna you want to be a garbage on your pft you want to be garbage on your your cft then be garbage you're not going to get promoted you know and i was like damn he's right so that's my message to you man and uh you know, i really appreciate that and uh, uh no, not a, I mean, it's what I was there to do. So I'm glad everything, um, everything worked out. And you know, like I tell you, if you ever need anything, you know, I'm, I'm right there. You know, just let me know. Yeah, man. 
we'll definitely, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're gonna cross paths soon. Um, Texas, I'll be here, dude. And if I ever go to Japan or, or yeah, okay, now I'm probably wanna go visit out there someday. I'll hook you up. We'll Hit me up, up and then you got a room. Hell yeah, man. But uh, <laughs> actually, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are gonna wonder where can they follow you? Where can they, you know, maybe get some words of your workouts or anything like that? Yeah, so um, I say that the, the main thing that I'm using right now is um, it's Instagram. So if they, you know, if they want to follow me, you know, it, it hasn't changed. It's uh, my last name, Gomez Seven um, underscore, and that'll be. I mean, that'll be it. What I, you know, yeah, you can follow. I do. I do. I'm into bodybuilding, as you know. So if they do want to follow workouts or you know, little tips or why not, then um then that that would be, you know, that'll be the spot. Oh, yeah. Or anything, you can ask me. Anybody knows they can send me a DM and I'll I'll be happy to answer whatever they got. Most definitely guys, y'all go check them out. A great motivational page. He just did a show not too long ago. So yeah. bodybuilding with the man. I'll never forget him coming back at the <laughs> After prayer, coming back from the gym with the protein days, like, hey, hey, <laughs> those were the yeah, good days, man. But uh, shout out to uh, I don't know if he's a gunny now, but Gunny Tupo, or yeah, he's a stats one. Oh, stats on Tupo, uh, yeah, stats on Alvarez, yep. So, those are the three, the three beasts, the three head team, yep. All right, man. Any closing words you want to tell everybody, or? Uh, no, nah, brother. Not, not really. Just uh, like I said, anything, uh, anything they got, any questions or whatever the case may be, um, you know, hit me up. And um, you know, I, I'll, I'll re say it again because it just means a lot to me, man. A lot of times when you don't, uh, you're thinking about quitting or you're thinking about not not doing this or that, uh, think about your last name. And then, and then that'll be it. And how do you want to represent it? And then don't forget who you are, like you said. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's what it made me. <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna let me pause this now. Uh,